trick or treat. Oh, oh, that's how we're starting your episode. But trick or treats. Oh, that's weird that you put yourself on purple instead of on yellow. It went well. Yellow's a dual channel. All right, whatever. I mean, you're an adult. You do what you want to do. Out here being grown, changing things. So, how was y'all weekend holiday? Busy. I did. Ash is really tired. I did not acknowledge today was a thing until Ash actually pointed out the thing that was going on. Like, oh, I got to take the kid trick or treating. Yeah, I mean, Ash is a whole parent. Well, it wasn't even that. It's just like trick or treating. Oh yeah, it's the thirty first. People really care about this holiday. It's fine, don't get me wrong, but man, I had like the worst two weeks, and then now I have to play catch up with everything. Oh my god! It's always the least amount of fun. But what can you do outside of taking Look like kids trick or treating? Exactly. Look like this, and I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta go do more work." Oh, look like what? You're That's so weird. Fine. No, I look like I feel like. Yeah, it's more so the feeling probably than anything else. And just like you don't understand, I work sometimes seven days a week. I'm not saying this is like, oh nigga, but I don't think I ever say it enough. But damn, <laughs> <laughs> I kick my own ass sometimes. But hey, how was your week, Tony? Um, I started this new job. Mm-hmm. That's been frustrating. Why? Um, I recognize how like free fluid I had like my life set up. Yeah, where like I had things that I needed to get done, but like the way that they got done was all in like the motion of the way that I moved. Mm-hmm. And now <clears throat> I have so much less time, so it's like I have to like try and fit in everything. So, like, you got to be wildly efficient with the time that you do have. Yeah. So, when I get off work, it's if it's the gym day, I'll either throw on the rest of a podcast or start a podcast and throw on a game. And I'll be watching a game because there's games on around five, six o'clock. <clears throat> so, I'll watch a game, listen to a podcast, um, then go work out. Mm-hmm. That's about two, two hours of my time usually go around 7, 7.30. So now I'm back home at like 9 o'clock. I got to watch another game. So I do that, and then I try and finish the podcast. And then it's like... Time to go to sleepy time. Yeah, it's down near like 11, 12 o'clock, and I got to go to fucking bed because... I got to get up and then leave my house. Like, the getting up part is not the issue. It's the fact that I have to travel somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, like, that is annoying in and of itself. It's, like, so just trying to figure out, all right, well, how am I going to allocate more time? So I was really happy that I was able to, like, finish the book on Thursday because um, that was, like, a big goal of mine. So I just, as soon as I got off work, is I came in and sat down and did that for another, like, three hours. We got to celebrate that. Celebrate the homie finishing his book. Oh, yeah. But first, we got to we gotta read it first. I don't give a fuck. We got to celebrate every milestone. Every no, we one. 
I appreciate that. Yes, every milestone. And after this, we got to check how many downloads we got. Because if it's over 2,000, more celebration. I appreciate that. I like like pats on the back. (laughs) (laughs) He got all bashful and shit. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Like when I got, like, so one of my um, friends uh, read the book over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And, well, really read it in a couple of hours. And gave me some pretty good, like, critique like they did it inside the notes where they like did it where it was like bullet points and like i like this this is things that i think you should change and it was just very succinct on like how they like interpreted everything and that's basically what i was looking for and i was like thank you You, Mm -hmm. i asked you to do this and you you did it and you sent me back feedback that's actually useful yeah this is great this is this is amazing i'm I'm one step closer now i just got to Get the other what I think I have four of y'all reading it. Yeah. So after that, um, I'll probably send it to a, an editor and like a line editor and get a cover and everything made and then putting it out. And another celebration. Yeah, man. You wrote a fucking book. How many niggas over here still thinking about writing a book? Not you, because you wrote one. <laughs> That's true. Well, he's, he's still thinking about writing a different book. It don't matter. He got his first. <laughs> it's just like, book. you know what? Hey, I'm an author now, nigga. Exactly. He got his what? Speaking of, are you like, serious? Speaking of, in three hours, National Novel Writing Month starts. What? So, November is actually like, they made National Novel Writing Month. Nigga, I'm sitting next to art there. What y'all doing in y'all life? Huh? What y'all doing? Oh, yeah. Big facts. <laughs> <laughs> but on to today's show, I guess we can talk about um someone else that's changing things and trying to do some other big things, yeah. aka Facebook. And I really do mean aka Facebook because they're Meta now. Um, the parent company is now named Meta, even though they used the Facebook thing for to cover up the Meta tag. I wonder, I truly, I wonder if Zuckerberg's going to try and copyright the term meta. That's going to be a very interesting process. Probably won't be able to. Yeah, it's too important to too many different things. It's not um, new or unique enough. Like, that's what it has to be. It has to be, like... An actual idea. Yeah, like... I mean... Yes and no. Like, like he'd probably be able to copyright the logo, even though the logo isn't terribly original. Either. You can copyright the logo; that's fine. But you like, if it's like a phrase or something like that, it has to be like unique. Like, um, you probably could have um, McDonald's probably could have got away with copywriting. I'm loving it. The ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. No, Pusha T, not letting you get away with that. I mean, because that's a very, like, unique phrase. Like, so things like that. Um, that's push your T's. But, yeah. You gonna walk up. Why are you investing into the metaverse? What the fuck is the metaverse? Exactly. So, um, what the metaverse is, is... WhatsApp, Facebook. No. Oculus. No. What? Um, yes, with Oculus, but no to the other ones. Um, it's Facebook taking a more aggressive step into AR and virtual reality. So AR is mm. augmented reality. Yeah. Okay. Um, what they're doing with the metaverse is offering a place where you can create an avatar of yourself and put that on and go hang out with your other buddies. Ugh, this is so creepy. Shit is getting out of hand. Oh, people already do that. So I mean, but taking it to the next level, 
think about it. Shit is about to get wild. <laughs> I like it from a business perspective. Yeah. On two different fronts. One is a defensive move because of all the negativity that the name Facebook itself has been associated with. Mm. So them the um differentiating between the Facebook overall as opposed to the Facebook individual is like, no, Facebook is one thing that we own. Not yeah, not even that. It's just like you're not even going they're not even going to mention the things that they own because the parent company doesn't ever speak, really. Like you just hear you just hear them say Facebook and associate the app with the parent company because they have the same name. Uh, so they're changing their name so that way there's no backwards association. Oh, that's Facebook. They had all this whistleblowing. And it just, oh, that's meta. So that's, but then on the ag- aggressive and like offensive side of it is them taking more of a first step before, I guess probably the biggest competitor in this VR, AR world would be um, Google. Yes and no. Microsoft is more in AR than they are in a VR. Uh, and then because Google did the smart glass, that's not really even a thing anymore. I don't think you can buy that. No, you can't buy smart glass anymore, but Google is definitely inside of the virtual reality space working. Yeah, but... I think AR has more practical applications than VR does. VR is you wearing a headset. AR is... I mean, as you know it right now. AR, I mean... I can see a lot of places I can apply AR. I can put AR inside of your uh, inside of your car on your windshield. and. Oh, well, yes. No, I know that you can definitely use AR in, like, daily life. But I think that with like the implementation of like putting chips inside of people which is already a thing and then moving closer and closer to artificial intelligence and mapping the brain they're going more towards like virtual reality just as like a species Mm. i think ar is just like the middling ground before we get full vr It's probably gonna be like a step, three steps, like in Shadow Run. <laughs> it's like I don't know how, what else to compare it to, but there's three different types. There's augmented reality where you're seeing it overlaid on the VR level one is you, you're inside of there, but you're there's no uh tactile fit sensation or anything like that. And then like AR level two is the fact that or VR level two is pretty much you have all your feelings and stuff like that when you're on the internet, but it's like. Imagine if you're on the internet and your body just now feels like and you get a virus and you feel like you caught the flu. I don't think anybody's really trying to get that. It's just like you wake up, I got the flu now. Well, I think that just if you think of like the weakest thing about humans is our bodies. Mm -hmm. And if we find a way to like remove that. We came back to Tony wants to be a robot. Not even just Tony (laughs) wants to be a robot. If you just look at like the way that science is going clearly mm-hmm. humans have a fixation with like dying uh, as slow as possible yes or removing that element and or removing the level of just every other species has been extinct so altered carbon it's just like what we about to do we about to figure out how to put our entire body into these like yeah i fucked with our survivor in the first season my friend wanted this stack for her birthday never got her for it because she's a whore now what's the stack oh 
it's basically your thing. entire yeah. person. Your consciousness is, is in like this disc and chip. you can shift it back and forth between bodies. So you could put Tony's consciousness in a 12 year old girl's body or his body. It didn't matter. As long as you took the stack out yep. and inserted like a Oh, so they have thing. like, um, the, like collectible ones? Not really collectible. No, nah, if your stack get fucked up, you done. No, I meant like out here so you can buy and give to your friend, nigga. Oh. oh. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with y'all? Show. I hate y'all so much. Uh-huh. You can get it off Why Etsy and shit. It wasn't hard to find. It's just like, uh, inside the I mean, show, you're a immediately. warped twisted person sometimes. She was talking about a real person and giving it to her. So I'm sorry, I kept it on topic. <laughs> he also called that person a whore. I did. So. <laughs> but what I wanted to know is how did you plan to initially oh, get Etsy. said person? Yeah. So yeah, there we go. Now oh, I have an answer of the I've actual never physical thing. Off Etsy and because what y'all explained to me is, oh, oh yeah, time. it's this disc inside the the show that like you put in your head. I was you like, put it in the stack. You're not buying this bitch something that she can <laughs> insert into her brain and then take out. So what the Shut fuck the are fuck you up. getting? Oh, oh I got to show you. Until one day we both fair. come in here and say like, what happened? Oh, we figured out immortality without you, Tony. Oh, go ahead. He's like, y'all better share. No immortality for Tony. Uh-huh. That nigga mad at us for forever. <laughs> he ain't never let us come back in the house. Y'all can he come back. T- I'm gonna be fine. I'm not gonna be mad because right there, it's gonna be a twelve foot pit, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's gonna be a basket and a hose, and it puts the lotion on his skin, motherfuckers. Because now y'all don't, oh, y'all don't want to act right. <laughs> Y'all want to play games like with me. He said, I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be filled with fucking rage. Yeah, 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 no. I'm going to drop that like I'm going to go all the way past. He said, I'm going to bash your nose. Oh, yeah? Yeah, nigga. I'm going to be barking at us and shit. Yeah, we are. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be vexed. It's just like, you you dug this whole hole. That's yes. rage right there. Yeah, I'm going to be really upset. Just say, yeah, I think that's a bad... Just because we won't share our secret to immortality with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now look where y'all gonna be at forever. <laughs> Hope y'all like each other. <laughs> Get real comfortable what down What you here. about to do? Oh. I'm... That's so stupid. This is the reason why I can't tell you the whole thing. It's just like, what you about to do? I already here. backed myself up to a different stack. I'm coming. That's fucking hilarious. Hey, you can come too. That's fine. <laughs> I got all the guns. I hope that body bulletproof. Oh. I'm shooting the legs off oh, of it no. and throwing it down to the hole too. And now Ash is going to be stuck with two Charles. Oh my God. How you going to deal with that? These niggas going to argue I- with each other. <laughs> <laughs> they going to argue about who's the nicest. <laughs> Why would anyone ever argue about that? Nigga. We, already came, we already came to the fruition that if you're set, calling yourself nice, or if that's your primary thing, they're probably not that nice, honestly. Yeah, no, y'all just gonna have a silent competition of outdoing each other in this hole with Ash as the subject of how altruistic y'all could be towards, like, helping her out in this situation, and then it's gonna be real competitive, and I'm going to love that. I'll be like, look at them. It's just like, look y'all at all these Charles's. Y'all didn't want to like, share with me? these Charles's standing on top of each other's shoulder to lift Ash out of here? Mm. Y'all stop that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I gotta watch. That's why I'm gonna be watching. <laughs> You better get back down there. Yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drop down shit. the lotion. Here you go. Yeah, that's how so no, spiteful. Pee on spiteful this Kite nigga is. You know what Kai will probably end up doing while you're at work? He might actually help us out the hole. Hooray, pets. Nah. <laughs> you know that dog can't actually hold hold his lock. Kai but... will probably fall in the hole, and then I'll be like, <laughs> God damn it. 
It's just like, I'll grab my dog. Then I got decisions to make. And you got like, real decisions to make, huh? I'm going to leave them down there. <laughs> it's just like, what I, one thing I will know, y'all too altruistic to kill this nigga. So. Yeah, no. Nah. Well, Unless I found a way to, for him to help us get out. So y'all just probably over. wouldn't. I mean, but, but you know that like, dog going to be sitting up there looking at you, ears pimped back, it's just like, I'm sorry, Tony. Why are you constantly fucking up? No, I'm like, it's fine because you'll get you'll get pets and they'll share food because I'm gonna throw food down, and so (laughs) you'll be fine too. People share it. They need their immortality. I want immortality, and so if they want to get out of the hole, they have to get immortality. immortality. It's it's easy. They're they're childish, really. (laughs) They're the ones that are childish in this situation, not me. So you that, that is crazy. That is childish. I'm not saying I deserve all the other shit, but you're right about that part. Yeah, y'all came over here immortal was like, nah, but you can't be one. <laughs> <laughs> y'all right. Y'all right. I'm not gonna show any uh, outward you know upsetness or anything like that. I'm gonna calm. put a collar that allows Kite to talk permanently. No, oh my it's god. That's cool. It's just like, Tony, you suck. I'm hungry. That's fine. Hey. I'm gonna have a top to the thing and I'm just close that. That ain't gonna be none of my business. <laughs> okay, and I can't hear you. I'm gonna put a light on there so y'all can see. I'm gonna go back with the I'm white people. Mean. I don't want y'all to be dark. No, he don't. He was terrified when he got turned. He didn't want to go outside for like a week, week and a half after he got taken and then brought back to the house. Which is so weird. Like, how do you find a stray dog and be like, well, I'm going to just take him away? Because he's adorable. Old yeasty. <laughs> I don't care if my dog is adorable. I'll beat your ass. You're lucky it's my mother that found it. Because even though it's your mother that snitched on you, which is a more hilarious thing, the mother-in-law told on the daughter. Damn. So, yeah, my daughter took it. My daughter-in-law took it out to her house. Tell her to bring my fucking dog back. Why did she? T- there is a police station literally three minutes away. Walking distance. That was actually one of the very few days that I've noticed Tony was stressed as hell. This is just like, I want my dog back. Yeah, like I obviously I like him. I bought him. <laughs> I yes, yes, no, I care about this nigga. It's one of the very few things that I care about. Like he's an asshole and irritating as fuck. But I care about the little fucker. And so when he runs away, it's very stressful because I'm like, oh my God, why are you an ass? Why are you just such a fucking asshole? Why can't you just stay in the house? Or not chase deer. Fucking <laughs> deer. Right, now he has a little one chasing deer. The little one can get kicked by a deer. Okay, no. We, we have another black dog at my aunt's house oh. named Abby. She thought she was big and bad to chase deer, too. Deer kicked her in the fucking chest. She limped for like a month and a half. <laughs> she don't chase deer no more. Kato is like... A quarter of her size, and mm. old. he and oh, he not gonna take a kick to the chest, and not then, at all. No, so leave them a couple months alone. away from probably getting his own rocking chair. Right? Yeah, like uh-huh. relax yeah, and leave them alone. Yeah, yeah, he's like third. He'll be uh, we got him in two thousand ten. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we got him in two thousand nine. So, what, almost thirteen years old, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just out here like. Oh. But they live to be about 20. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that means he's like 65. Yeah, so he got he got some time. Well, technically, they only age seven years to our one year for like the first couple of years, and then it slows down. Ah. And it gets closer to a one-to-one ratio. Oh, he got arthritis probably. Oh, no, that nigga just bad and irritating. 
he might not be able to hear the greatest, but he also can hear and he'll ignore you. Like he'll call him and he'll look at you and he don't want to do that, so he'll just wander <laughs> off. It's just like you look me in the this... eye before you walked away. <laughs> That shit pisses me off off. so mad because you're so small. I can't beat you up like I want to. Like, my the anger that I feel right now and like your sides, they don't match. (laughs) And Uh. if they did, you'd be getting beat up, bro. I'm telling you, like, (laughs) you do a lot of ignorant shit. Try Jesus. I open the door to go out to feed my deer. Why does nigga shoot out the door to run and chase a deer? Bro, what are you doing? (laughs) Get in. I I want the food. I want, you don't want bread. You don't know what I want. I do know because you'll sniff it in my hand and turn your nose and walk away. I want and, the opportunity to sniff. And then I want no, sniffing he, privileges he for every slice of bread. He sniffed it already. He <laughs> sniffed the stack. He's so ignorant that if you have something in your hand, it could be like chicken or whatever. If he don't want to eat it, he's going to sniff and then turn his head. And if you try and put it back in his face, he'll turn his whole body away from you. <laughs> be like, no, no, no. I said no. So now you get the backside. <laughs> oh, why are you a little bastard? It's just like, you're lucky I don't fart. Oh, mm. If he farted, I'd beat him up. I'm going to let you know. I have a lot of restraint. Listen, my like... The restraint is gone, and I'm coming with a backhand. And then backhand me your hands across the floor. my face? Yeah, like, no. And y'all, we have hardwood floors, so y'all are, you're just going to slide. You're light enough. Stop. I'm going to backhand you, and you're going to slide across the floor. That's what's going to happen to you. Uh, I'm telling y'all what's going to happen to you. The only thing that's going to be funny is that I know after he farts, you're going to ask the question. Did you just fart on me? He looks back at you. He's not getting the chance because as soon as he farts, I'm hitting him. I'm letting y'all know. I'm... This is what's going to happen. I love him. Yeah, you go slide. Yeah, you go clear across the floor. Yeah, oh, <laughs> what are you doing? Exactly bro. what's happening, bro? What's what's happening? But <laughs> are y'all interested in going to um, the meta space, the metaverse? Probably not for Ash. I already saw how she was. The you don't want to check it out? Why not? I don't want. I'm not an escapist to that extreme. Listen, I'm a huge pleasure addict. I shouldn't got into a whole bunch of conundrums just because she want to feel good. I have an application idea for you, <clears throat> Charles, that I got to finish the first couple. I've been saving <laughs> this is for like the first couple. eight years. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing idea. It's not. Yeah. Anyway. But well, yeah, so. I don't think I'm probably going to go. I'm that? not the biggest VR fan. Really? I'm not I would check it out. I want to check it out. I'm going to play Beat Saber before I do this. I played, <laughs> so, um, the guy that designs our shirts, I went and hung out with him maybe a month ago before all the shit happened. Um, and so he has a PlayStation 4 and uh, the PlayStation um, Virtual right. VR. Yep. Bro, I will say. That the first game I played, I wasn't super into it. It was like a like a crawler game or whatever. But the second game where I was like shooting a gun and like moving around, I was so into the game and my emotions. Like I smacked my head on something. Yeah. Like no, I was That's what fully I don't like. immersed in this game. Right. It was amazing. It was an amazing time. And oh, I didn't gosh. think that I would have that much fun because I'm like, this is just putting the shit on. Like you get a little bit hot because like. You're, Obviously, you're moving around. Thing on your face and you Not even that. It's you're just you're around. moving around more. You're just being like active in this like confined space, so your heart rate's up and things like that. 
Like I'm dodging, I'm ducking down and shit yeah. like that. And like no, I don't even have to do all that. Like realistically, I could have <laughs> stayed in the chair and just like maneuvered the way that I needed to. But like I was so drawn into it. Like it was like no, no, this is me. Nah, nigga, you try to shoot, nigga. I bop, 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 bop. Nigga, I got the, I got the. <laughs> it was a game where like every time it was called kinetic. Anytime you move. Mm-hmm they get have the energy to move as well. Mm. So as long as you're perfectly still, they're frozen in place. So Sounds gotta, like super hot. So you got to figure out how you want to, like, move and shoot all these people and, like, grab things and, like, dodge bullets. But you can't move too fast because if you move too fast, that gives them a lot of energy to, like, fire off a whole lot of shit. Now you kind of fucked up. Super it was really good. I had a great time. No, I was in Myrtle Beach and I took Riley to her the arcade. Those rabbit things, the little things look like bunnies. They had a virtual like oh, raven, roller raven coaster. Yeah. yeah. And then you put the thing over your head. I'm like, oh, hell fucking no. Nah. It just felt too disoriented. Like when you move, like it was about to go off the thing. I'm like, help me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You be feeling you. <laughs> and that was the now. smallest thing in the world. I'm like, no, yeah, I can't do really this. Just transports to yeah, a Yeah, I'm not doing like, that. And, and that's what lets me know that our shit, brains like, are hella powerful. No. Like the fact that it it <laughs> it allows you to like shed everything else and create this new thing because of the new information that it's taking in. That make me kind of like really want to research like the holographic. I don't know if it's still a theory or physicists have proven this. I think they have, right? With quantum physics. That should make me want to study it more because, like, your brain got to be stupid than a bitch for real to just believe anything that just feeds to it. It's like, oh, shit. You have to condition yourself not to believe the things. that. Yeah, but... but at that point, you don't necessarily want to do that because mm-hmm. your brain has certain things hardwired into it. Or I feel like your brain is super intelligent that it can process and it can it can subsist in any environment. It's like, all right, so this is what we're doing now. Mm. and i can exist here as well and like process what's going on and so i like that i like that it just like whatever you throw at it it's like all right i got it no (laughs) so it's like all right so what's your upper limit brain nigga can you reject something stop it (laughs) this is not real this is not real no i want to see the upper limit of my brain so i'm definitely going to check out this uh indifference all right meta of space you have one i mean I will have fun, just as much fun as the two uh, January 6th riders that uh, met with um, members of Congress and White House staff to plan uh, the January 6th riot. Ain't that crazy? Damn. Ain't that something? Two sources communicated to the House investigators detailed a stunning series of allegations uh, to Rowan Stone, including the... A blanket pardon. pardon. From the Oval Office. Yeah, and so they named uh, different officials that were a part of it. Um, so, one can conclude that it was a little bit staged, huh? It could have been. Don't believe everything you hear, but sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. So, That's wild! Do y'all think Trump would be um, reelected? Because I feel like it's becoming more and more of a possibility. Uh, if he is a person that is being ran against, prob- if he is a person who is running, he would probably not get elected. And because people are just that against that. So that means the voter numbers. I don't know if they're against that. Like, voter numbers, the voter turnout says differently from the last Well, one. they just, like, in Texas, or was it, who just did redistricting? Pretty either- much everybody. 
I believe Texas and Georgia redistrict to the point where they tried to split up at they, they tried to split up uh yeah they vote. split it up voter bases Atlanta to the point where they could do that a lot of like Caucasian and I have like permeated what used to be strong Democratic voter base I'm like districts so it's just I don't know if there's a lot of people per se that won't be exhausted by the Democrats Mm -hmm. oh I mean, nobody's particularly exhausted now. We'll see how it is in three years. Uh, I don't know if that's the truth. They People seem kind of exhausted with the fact that there's all these mandates. And seem, things seem and to be getting worse in a way. Not a party. Like, that's not a Republican or Democrat thing. That's just, like, a people thing. Like... There's people in all sectors, especially like there's states suing like the Democratic administration for um, Biden's uh, mass mandate. There's plenty of health um, officials and and I guess not even officials, but healthcare workers that are like refusing to like get these shots. There's police and ESPN um, correspondent lady said she wasn't doing it either. She got fired. Oh yeah, there's there's ESPN people. There's people across all kinds of lines. So I think that. I mean, that's not really a line. Those are their, like, employment things. That doesn't necessarily imply anything about them personally. No, no, I don't think it implies anything about them personally. I think that what it implies is that across, when I, when I say across all lines, is like across Democrats and Republicans, just people in general are against this. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think it's just Republicans that are saying, no, I'm not going to go get the, uh, the I shot. Mean, I don't think that's necessarily untrue. It's just, like, I don't think people are... Like, I think it was probably a combination of quite a few things that got Biden elected, but I just don't think people are going to go back to the other way because if the pandemic strikes out again, then we're just going to end up right back inside the situation that we were in to begin with. And then we'll be forced to shut down, and then everything's going to go back to the way it was, and that's not really a tenable situation. I don't think they're going to shut down again because they keep saying it don't work across all boards. I mean, I'm not with sure association it was. NHL, NWO, one of them was like, no, it didn't work. There's nothing really has changed here. Spikes and variants and all that stuff is not really helping. So I don't think they're going to do that again because it's been proven that they just don't work. I, I mean, <laughs> it worked for certain places. places. It worked for Japan. It worked for China. It worked for... New Zealand, it worked for Australia. It's just not working here because we don't have the adoption rate that all those other places had. Well, those are a few countries against many countries. And if these organizations, worldwide organizations, saying, nah, not really, I'm going to say that's an exception to the rule. I mean, I don't really know about that in particular. What I will say is, I think that a lot of the exhaustion from the pandemic is being felt now. Well, yeah, a lot of people are just tired of it. But I think that is being put on the Democrats because people are very short-term memory. They're going to associate their exhaustion and frustration with all these mandates and things like that with the Democrats, where for the majority of the time before the pandemic, mostly due to the previous president Obama getting us into an economic upturn 
they enjoyed an economic influx under Trump. So I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Na- that's just the nature of the way things work. People True, are... but people don't, most people don't know that, though. And so that's why I think that Trump might be a viable candidate. Oh. And, like, how <clears throat> how we're, like, we talked about this story. It doesn't seem like this has been, like, a big thing where it's, like, y'all had actual government officials help plan an insurrection. People should be going to jail. This is tantamount to treason, but... It's kind of swept under the rug, so it's like either it it doesn't look like America's willing to take any hard lines, and the one al- analogous I can draw to that is when Rome fell. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's getting to the point where we don't have any any self discipline, and that's the reason that Rome fell is because they got too engorged on themselves. Oh, I mean, there was a lot of things. There's no reason why Rome fell. It's like any empire falling. They overexpanded to the point the point where they actually couldn't govern based upon the technology that they had at the given time. But, I mean, is it time for a governmental collapse? I don't know. It's, it's like it's impossible to really tell. Would a governmental collapse be a good thing? I'm kind of 50-50 on that because what a governmental collapse would actually end up doing is basically forcing us to reset and say, hey, well, this didn't work. So how are we going to do this this time? Uh, This two-party thing didn't work too well. It wasn't originally designed to be that, but... I mean, unless you, if you think it's going to be peaceful, most collapses aren't peaceful, aren't bloodless, aren't without bloodshed. There's definitely a oh, group of people that want the giant economic collapse? No, they're typically not. No, they're not peaceful at all, a lot of people. But if it's an economic and governmental collapse, I feel like there's going to be, like, a group of people that want to go back to a more like American traditional way, AKA American whites being in charge and all other people of color kind of like being a secondary citizen. All depends upon who actually sees his power inside that circumstances. They still don't know. Liberals disguise it as well. They need help. That's what they do now. Oh yeah. They're trying to treat someone like a second class citizen. So I guess maybe will it get worse in that and to and like, the terms of, well, this is the guys that we're using. You need help because your poor little black mind can't handle it. Uh, They're always trying to treat somebody like a second-hand citizen. As far as, like, somebody being a slave and things like that, eh, I'm not sure. I I mean, I don't necessarily take it as their poor little black minds need help, but I've also never actually used any of those systems inside of that type of way. Mm-hmm. So, like, never really had food stamps. Never really had rent assistance. Never had any of those things. So, not even just the Simpsons. It's just when they talk about what black people need, and you know, we need these safe spaces, and no, those they are talk LGBTQ about us. People, they talk about us like we just need so much help. It's like, no, not really. Like, I have never heard of a black person safe space in my life. Well, more so. I'm trying to think of a better example. I can't think. Of I know what you're saying. They, it's like they. I mean, they're definitely pandered to us inside of a way that... It's like you look, and not say you as in you, Charles, but just like how people in general treat the handicapped. 
with like a level of pity and secondariness. Like you're not a primary citizen. We need to help them with our hashtags and you're not necessarily capable. Yeah, you're uh-huh. not. Ne- we have to speak for them. This is what they need. We as white people need to speak for them on their behalf. I mean, we need to bring awareness to them because no one would help them but us. We're the only people that can help them out of this situation. Well, what I'm gonna say is like that's kind of what a lot of people are asking them to do. Yeah, because they how do black people see themselves anyway? Poor little helpless cattle that need white people to help them function sometimes. Not well, all, but most. I don't necessarily think, in terms of the system, it's just like if it's a white person system, only white people can actually fix that system. It's not like we can break down someone else's system and actually change it. So having that's, white people advocating for us and that, that's kind of the only way to get that done. But that's <clears> weird because <throat> that's asking your oppressor to set you free. I don't think that that's what we're asking them to do. Be, that's strange to me. I think they were more so asking them... to I guess chill out is the best way to describe it more of not necessarily like I don't think they're talking to us like we're secondary citizens has much to do with the way that we present ourselves Mm -hmm. whether we present ourselves as like independent and strong and not looking for a handout or if we do present ourselves in that manner they still like approach you in the same manner so i don't think that it has too much to do with like one approach over the other the way that they're going to treat us no i I guess yeah no i don't i wasn't trying to say that no i can agree that they just don't ever want to put us on the same playing field as them i guess because i guess it is a little certain amount of snobbity some somewhere in there Oh, I mean, for a nauseam, for a lot of them, they probably don't think we can be on the same playing field because we just don't have this. A nauseam, black people don't have the same amount of assets to put forward for that thing. Like, no matter how, no matter how you look at it, we started at this after they did. They already had a lot of the land, a lot of the rights, a lot of the raw materials. A lot, they already started owning a lot of things. I guess, oh, <clears throat> that that's that sparked what I wanted to say. I think to contradict what I think black people want now isn't like the pity or to be like given like that handout. It's to be given like the space to be like, hey, y'all talk to y'all own people and y'all deal with yourselves. Mm-hmm. For being fucked up individuals, since some of y'all say that y'all recognize that what y'all do is fucked up. Or like leave and, us alone. Yes, and allow us to just that be I can bomb with way and better. So that's what I think. Like, it's more hey. so. It's hey, you guys need to talk to each other since you guys say that y'all recognize this is fucked up. Y'all tell them hey, it's fucked up, and just let us do us. Yeah. And so that's I what I think is more so gotten to the point of than um, hey we need y'all to be over here helping and like help guide us or things like that. Yeah, oh, I, I don't think we, I don't think any black person is necessarily asking white people for guidance. The, for the most part, the roadmap's already been laid out at nauseum. I mean, I think there was a period that they were probably asking white people to like come and be like the leaders and like champion of these movements and come Let's over here. And it's like, stand together. it's like, no, what y'all really need to do is talk mm-hmm. to the other people that look like y'all 
and, and get, get all of them together. You could have just figured that out on your own. Because I don't know if, oh. like, traditionally tribes do that. Like, hey, why don't you come over here, white man, or other men from other tribe, and I let's mean, we see don't how we really, can do this. We, no, no, not nigga, really get all out of here. <laughs> or I don't think we're necessarily tribal anymore inside of that fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, at that point, there's some... I think the fun. instinct is still there, but I we never really... I think that's why really, we're so weak. Yeah, I think the instinct is there, but it's not being developed to where it should be. It's being stomped if, out. If I was to draw a comparison, I would say that black people are like the Democratic Party. Mm. Where they're not tribal, and that's a problem. <clears throat> the Republicans are very tribal. That's why they get a lot of things done when they're in office. Mm. Um, Asians are very tribal. That's why they get a lot of things done. The Jewish community, very tribal. Latinos, tribal. The people that aren't tribal usually spend too much time trying to convince other people that what they want is an acceptable or correct thing or the most correct thing and way to go when that doesn't matter. I don't know. But as it stands, as a culture, I don't, and as a people, I don't think one. We say we want leaders, but then everyone says, no, we don't need leaders. We say we want this, but there's nobody. It's, it's going to take a concerted effort, and with a concerted effort, somebody kind of has to lead because if nobody's taking the lead, then it's going to flounder and just kind of fall apart. I don't have an issue with leaders. Mm, like, a, a bunch of black people don't want to be led, though. So, it's just like, true, we're probably just going to leave it behind, but that point you're leaving part of your base behind but well maybe they'll tag on later because they say it's being effective and then they want to be be a part of success because that's also another thing thing that people hate people don't like it when the group is actually not being the most successful or like the hard work part of it a lot of people just kind of want to show up and be like oh look at us moving we're doing stuff but they don't want to be a part of like the five years that it took to get to the point where you were moving so meh I don't have a problem with leaders. I just don't understand why it just got to be one for all black people. We all don't, like I said, we all, there's 32, somebody put it this way, there's 32 different flavors of Baskin-Robbins. We can't all agree on one fucking flavor. You could have a leader just in a small, consorted effort. Yes. On mass like that? No. I'm not I think we need an on mass leader because we're, we're asking to be at, we're, we want to act on mass. I would be fine with small concerted leaders that all have the same on mass goal. That's pretty cool. I can see that. So that I mean, way you have And that way it's more of a council and it's not of, just one person saying this is how it goes. Well, I don't really care about that. I feel like, because probably behind the scenes inside of that, them talking, there's someone that stands up and runs that. But I think that that means that inside of each area, you have unique leadership that is more tailored to the people that they're around and what's most effective to them but then you also have a structure where it's like we come where it's like like a government where it's like we're the the governors and we go and we run these districts and things like that and then we all have the same movement and like direction that we're going Uh, Mm oh i mean uh, also culturally we have this level of fundamental self-doubt within when uh, within our own race it's just like that's lame are you trying to do something that's positive get out of here go over there with that yeah yeah no that's fair it's just like what you mean i need to stop selling this 
For real, for real. What do you mean I need, I need to stop robbing around the neighborhood? Well, that's how I'm going to rob, though. Other neighborhoods? <laughs> it's just like, what's the difference between me going over there and robbing and me staying over here and robbing? For real, for real. Where are you taking the wealth from? It's just like, I mean, if you're taking it from one black neighborhood and just pulling it to a different black neighborhood. You're no, I'm going to drop it. you off in the white neighborhood. It's just like, and then you're just going to get caught. So No, it'll be fine. I'm going to take drop you off in the poor white neighborhood. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be all right. It's just like, you're going to be out here robbing. It's just like, where are you reappropriating said wealth from? But it's just know. like. I just think that smaller leaders would be a better. Like, I'm completely and totally fine with the uh, inner city takeover in terms of financial and stuff like that. I mean, the outline is pretty self-evident. You just have to own a lot of the land that the inner city is based on, which we don't. And it's cheap. You can go through and buy a majority of the lots inside the inner city and just own all of that and then improve it ourselves and then increase the amount of property tax rate, increase the increase the schools and things of that nature, but then then people will start to migrate. Unless we're gonna um, but as long as everyone actually owns their homes, then that's gonna lead to a pro valuation of their houses and things of that nature. So like it's pretty simple. Or we just go through and buy it from the people of the landlords before we improve most things and Oh, that's the that's the plan. You probably gotta own like seventy five to eighty percent of everything. Because the property values are the value of things is gonna start going up as soon as someone starts going out and buying things because the last house is gonna cost probably ten times more than the first house did. You know what we should probably do? We make the Amish. When I worked for the uh when I worked for the hospital, the children's hospital for a while, like they had real special cases because they would pool together they money, like fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars or whatever through the church. And they didn't obviously they don't believe in getting help, so they didn't have insurance. So all their bills would rack up twelve thousand dollars, fifty thousand dollars. And they would have to go into like the community pool to pay for that shit. So it was always a special case. So like they could call in and be like, Oh yeah, we need to make a payment and pay it in full and you just make a twelve thousand dollar debt settlement right then and there well i wonder what they shit is like actually now that um, i think about it's it it's just an insulated community in which you and they know how to build things for themselves they know where they i don't know where they buy lumber and shit from but from the same place as we do yeah they know how to build things so that just makes me wonder like you niggas ain't really asking for help and y'all seem to be thriving over here and i mean, got some pretty relatively dope but here. their standard of living is not that's just, i'm not gonna say low it's just different like, the mm. things that we like to satisfy our lives and the things that they want to satisfy their lives. It's just, like, you don't have to... Pick that's why I said pick. mimic. I don't know if it has to be exactly to the T, but oh, I think that might be worth... I mean, you could mimic it without following any of the religious doctrine because most of the, the religious doctrine is and why that they also live. Improve, that also involves the fact that we trust an entity with enough money to the point where they do those things, which, I mean... I mean, if you wanted the unmasked leader, then I guess what's the difference between trusting? Oh, no. It's just like, that's just a hurdle for a lot of people. Yeah. It's just like, hey, everybody with it from in these blocks, blah, 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 got cancer. We all need to give up 100 bucks out of our check and then we'll pay blah, blah, blah's cancer till die. Mm -hmm. It's just like, that's going to be a tough ask for a lot of people because they're going to be like. Yeah, see, I don't know if nobody is ready for that type of sacrifice. And it's just, not necessarily that I'm not ready for it. It's just I got to be real 
at least mostly convinced that the person that is leading me is of sound mind and not really doing it from like too much of a like, selfish desire because like at some point up on that easily this next thing you know is five people will have cancer at the same time it's like yeah everybody give me five hundred dollars what happened to jeff jeff gone mm-hmm. and his name wasn't jeff his name his name was something else you will know dude he deleted his facebook he gone yeah no. i don't know how that would work but i just thought that would be something to think about because they seem to be okay. We don't hear nothing about the Amish fighting over each other, do we? Oh, there's a whole Amish mob, bro. I mean, they got to protect some. Somebody got to protect. Somebody got to lay down the uh, fucking law. Uh, 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 Jeff yeah. is out here with the movie stick. Because they ain't got their own. Look. I don't know that they got no government. They adhere to their laws. I don't know how their city ordinances work. I don't know. You want to know why? Because somehow they keep that shit to themselves. You know uh, what? I know they don't um, <clears throat> do picture IDs, so all their state IDs don't have their picture on it because they don't believe in their photos being taken. See, so look. like they have to do like come in like without a house deed and things like that if they want to get a banking account and things like that. Mm. Mm. We looking at you, Jebediah. Double uh, religious exemption is a hell of a thing. Looking at you, Jebby. With the boomstick. Teach me your ways. Teach me your ways. Oh yeah, I'll teach you my ways. That's cool. Someone, <laughs> someone's ways who I don't want to learn is uh, there's this lady on TikTok that treats her child like an inmate, and I would never want to be a parent like her. <laughs> Man, he came out the he gate. Just, he came out the gate. Tony normally doesn't render down judgment Not like this. <laughs> it's just like you know, I will try if it's it. Nah, fuck her. Yeah, no, I mean, I am the <laughs> like, of the of the the group, but no, 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 I don't fuck with this. Like, like no, 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 no. I guess it it strikes a nerve because I've had like friends raised in like households where like this was a regular thing, or just similar behavior, or, like misguided actions and. Like, the things that you're doing are directly in the detriment of your child. Like, I've had women <clears throat> tell their kid that they can't come over to my house because when they were coming to my house, we were actively doing homework and having study sessions, and they were improving, and they wanted to spend more time at my house than they did at home. And so the mom was upset and jealous about it. I said, no, you can't go over there after school anymore. You're willing to destroy your child's future since he's struggling and now he's over here doing better because you're mad he is happy he's doing well in school? Okay. Man, one of my friends said that he wanted he was doing like his athlete thing and he wanted to go to boxing. He was like, everything I wanted to do, she damn near wouldn't let me do. I know it was the boxing thing that he wanted to participate in. And I'm like, well, damn. I can understand boxing. That's actually something that's going to possibly harm your child. It Like, if he was trying to be like, I'm trying to go play basketball, mommy, no. But so yeah. is hockey. If you get but, hit. Oh, no, I'm foot. not saying, I would say the same thing to hockey. What about football? Same thing. But, I've had periods but, of, what about baseball? Uh, You can get hit in the mouth with a Well, the, I've I'm been hit the in the mouth. Goal, of the game is not to get hit in the mouth. Neither is the goal in hockey. No, no. Checking is a part of hockey. It is a fundamental part of the game. My point is, no matter what it is, you gotta let your kid explore something. It can't be like, they gonna get hurt. 
And like I said, those injuries, they'll recover from, they'll bounce back from, but you can't be having this holy hell encroachment over your, well, I guess you can choose if you'd like to. I can't really tell nobody how to parent their kids. But it is to your detriment if you just keep trying to protect them all the time. Like, because then you just get a soft-ass person that don't really know how to go after what they want in life. But like, It's how- things like that that teach you how to take necessary risk. And like you said, okay, if you're going to fail, fail quickly. Sometimes you just need to, sometimes getting hit in the face build character. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It just teaches you to get hit in the face sucks. I've never looked at, I've never gotten hit in the face and said, not build character. No, dog. I can explain to you why. You ever play Little League anything? Mm, only thing I did was a kid with martial arts. You ever get hit in the face? Well, yeah, it was was Taekwondo at that point in time. Accidentally bust your lip? Yeah, why? You go back to doing it? Yeah. That's character. That's not character. No, you could have taken the pain and been like, oh, I just got hit and I'm bleeding now and that's not what I expected from this. I don't want this anymore. And you could have opted out. You opted into the situation because you, regardless of whether you liked it or you didn't, you that's a decision you made. That's the character. Oh, it's not a I mean, monumental thing, but it does take a level of there. There's character. I mean, that's just the person I want to. I've always been the things that I want to do are the things I'm going to do, and I wanted to do martial arts. So I was. I accepted the possibility of me being hit in the face, and thus I played little league I baseball. I got smacked in the mouth with a baseball during practice and like learning how to play. My mother was freaking out. How? Because we were, it was the very start of like all of us learning baseball and like things like that. And so someone was the pitcher. I was up for bat. They didn't throw it good. Hit me right in the mouth. All right, cool. I'm bleeding. So you were looking like directly at the ball that was coming in? I guess Not so. like side-eyeing it? No, I was looking at it. Y'all are like... I underestimate how athletic I was as a child because those were just things that I automatically knew how to do and it's just like this bold face looking at it like well honestly I don't know how I got hit in the mouth I just (laughs) know I couldn't replace that's not a tenable situation (laughs) it is all situations when you're when you get hit in the face this nigga said I was okay no realistically we could have been playing like we could have been working on our catch like he throw it to me I catch it I throw it to him you're looking at the ball and you know where the ball is coming from. If it's coming from your head, you duck. Charles, I'm wildly athletic, but I'm also very easily distracted. So something easily could have caught my attention. It, you like that's the other thing. It's just like Why you. Why are we arguing about how an accident happened? Yeah, it don't matter. ADHD this nigga yeah, got hit in the mouth. This nigga got hit in the mouth, Charles. I don't know why that caveat even yeah, had to be he added. He was so upset about that. He got hit in the mouth. I'm more it's so okay. vexed about how it happened. It don't the ball matter. Hit me in the mouth. The ball hit me what? in the face. That's what I'm saying. He got hit in the mouth in a sport. Like okay, accidents happen. It might not have been right in the front of the mouth. It could have been on the side. Regardless of where you get hit in the mouth. I was bleeding. That's all I all I, I know is my mouth. lip was busted. It might not Ow. have been right here. Could have been right here. Still hit the side of my teeth. I guarantee you, your mama now. this entire And then no matter story. what answer she probably like this new, that Tony was not paying attention. He saw a car to be like, and he got smiggity smacked in the mouth. Smiggity <laughs> happened like just like that because I'm easily distracted. Smiggity but I know that I decided 
that no nah, I like this still and I want to keep doing this and so then I kept playing and then we won like the world championship yeah. but that was a decision I made it I didn't get hit in the mouth and be like nah this ain't for me yo I don't know what y'all do with these balls and why that's they an my abnormal situation no, no I feel like not avoiding. for a kid to like process and say hey oh, I'm talking about getting smacked in the face basically but if you're thinking about that as a kid all you know is your first time playing in an organized fashion is hey I got hit in the face do I want to keep doing something that I have the potential of getting hit in the face or do I want to remove myself where there's a potential of getting hit in the face? Not even if it's going to happen again. The potential is no longer here. Oh. I said, no, I'm going to stay here. That's right. character. So getting hit in the face builds character. Avoiding pain. If you really want to avoid pain that much, like if you're so obsessed with avoiding pain, then you're not really capable of seeing what you're capable of. You're going to keep holding yourself back in these areas where you're not really going to thrive. Or even take the challenge on facing yourself. Fuck the outside world. See, you're talking facing about, the inside world, too. You're talking in these metaphorical factions of pain. No, he's talking about good old fashioned physical pain. That's what I'm saying, too. If you were trying to avoid physical pain, then that's going to lead to a bigger problem. Those are parts of life that we all going to have to come to terms with. For you to keep trying to avoid it, like not on a level where you're trying to be reckless, but for real, like not wanting to be hit in the face, nigga, anything can hit you in the face. This nigga wasn't expecting to get smacked in the fucking face with a baseball, but you, but boxing and any other extracurricular activities that your kid want to get into, encourage them to get into it. They can get hurt, but it will be okay after you get hurt. Look at Ash bringing it back to kids and extracurricular so I can get right oh. back to this woman being crazy. But yeah, I want to talk about with the story that I told about the um, my friend's mom. Mm -hmm. Just mothers that raise kids, single mothers that raise little boys that either resent men. Well, yeah, no, that resent men and how that negatively impacts them and then how that go, goes along with the cycle of creating men that probably have a lack of respect for women, a lack of understanding and nuance and care. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> it's just like... It's, it's just him. <laughs> he was just so bad. He was like, what's the Well, it's about? just like, he scratches so goddamn hard. Yeah, no. It's just like, nah, I'm about to shake this whole house. Yeah, no, <laughs> it is his thing. That is, that's him. But yeah. So have y'all had anybody or friends that have had those experiences? Because I don't think that y'all have lived inside those experiences from what I've seen. Oh, my mother liked me. <laughs> I know I'm pissed out of her too. I know my mother liked me, but she she obviously likes me, or else she would have sent me back a long time ago. Sent me return to sender right back to God, take him back. I think it's more so with just being overly nurturing and overly. What's the word? The word I'm looking for. You just caring a little bit too much. What you're saying is, I don't trust your innate intelligence for whatever it is, whatever being a boy or a man is. I don't trust that. Because somewhere along the way, something showed me that that is not safe. So then you rob these kids of them trying to get to know who they are. Really going out there without having you around to guide them. And Because what you're saying is, I don't trust you. You're still going to be my forever child. Oh, you and then those children sure? go up to be men child who don't really know how to navigate the world probably always chasing some girl or in some type of infantile state huh. who made that 
Wasn't that an IDK album or was that? Well, that was part of the Baby Keem album too. I think IDK did it too, right? With the mom and yeah. well, IDK, uh, well, IDK, IDK and Baby Keem both had the theme of like Imagine. not necessarily having like the most like how to deal with these things. Yeah, culpable mother, and so I guess that's kind of like where this is sparked from, where it's like men are becoming more comfortable talking about, hey, our moms weren't necessarily the most healthy of parents to raise us. Because mostly what you get from, like, black boys is, oh, I love my mom, and that's, like, the stereotypical, like, mantra that you all you hear. And, like, there's never any, like, real discourse of, like, well, this bitch fucked up. Yeah. And then we hear I mean, about how fathers her, ain't there, but still, I mean, your mother just being there by herself. Well, everything wasn't fucking perfect, was it? My no. thing about that particular one is like, there is never an acknowledgement of there is a duality to this. It's just like, yeah, he did not cho- chose to be here, but you still did choose him. And at some fundamental level, you have to acknowledge that. But it don't register in their head. They just don't. They left me. It's just like, did they ever they plan think, on having kids? I think this is kind of pandering. Like I said, if we're going to start talking about patriarchy, we got to see how the matriarchy is terrible. I think women get pandered to so much that sometimes, I guess it's not really a woman thing, or maybe it is. Sometimes we get pandered to so much and we don't want to hear like, no, nah, that's not really the best way. And especially when the world is constantly telling you that, oh, you got a vagina. Everything is great over here for you. You don't really have to do much of anything. Just keep on trucking, girl. It's like, wait a second. Well, <laughs> when are we going to really tell women, like, no, that's bad? That I don't have a vagina, so means I don't know what they'd be out here telling y'all. But can you agree, like, where is the chastisement? It's hella chastisement for whatever men totally. do. But it's not really that much chastisement for what women do, for real, en masse. Like, sometimes we just be running rampant and out of control. Rather, regardless of if women are talking about it in small circles or not, it's just everything seems to be pandered to. We have to empower these women and we have to give them more, give them more, give them more. And it's like, well, where's the cutoff point? When are we going to start taking away? How much power is too much power? And I think in this case is a, an assessment of how much power is too much power. It's no one there to kind of quell like the other side of it. Like clearly she operating from a part of hurt. I don't know if she going to ever admit to that herself. But clearly she operating from a part of hurt where she feel like my fucking house has to be run like a prison. What? She is <laughs> clearly upset spaghetti. Huh? She is clearly upset spaghetti. Yeah, like she, she like, upset at something and I get it. Like you just, just like he does not listen to me like his dad. Yeah, that's why I say staunchly from my point of view, I will never, ever, ever have a boy by myself. If I get pregnant with a boy, we getting married. I don't give a fuck if we get along or not. You could go see as many bitches as you want, but we stand together for a very long time with this little boy. Because I don't know what it's like to be a boy. How can I? I get what am I do? What am I do? What am I do with this little nigga by myself? Little girl, Riley is cool. I could do Riley because I understand, and I can understand how to be nurturing towards a little boy too. But that other aspect of it, the aspect that he needs. It's just I like, don't know what he it is. Playing in a tree, let him play in a tree. Oh, it hurt. Not you even heard, just like you? how he thinks. Like little boys usually like to be like acknowledged for their actions. They love to be shown like this is what I did. Acknowledge me for what I've done. I can do that all day. But for a little boy to look up at somebody that looks like him is a totally different thing than looking at a woman all day. It's just different. 
having your dad there to look up to i don't know what that means for as a as a man i don't know because i can't tell you how to be that i can tell you how to be a gentleman sure and teach you how i might want to be treated but uh, as far as those faculties of your mind i don't know i don't know what goes on up there i'm sorry uh i'm going to real like my biggest critique of that particular archetype is just like someone teaching someone how they want to be treated they a lot of times the people who learn it as of that not because it's the right thing to do because this is the way that they want to be treated you're doing it for a given result not necessarily because that's the way that things are supposed to be and i think that's the thing that i fundamentally learned from all the men in my family that i don't think a woman can actually ever teach a man mm -hmm. it's just like yo why'd you well why do you treat women like this because that's how you should treat them it's just like well you but like whenever a woman comes to me and or whenever my mother or sister is just like you just can't treat your wife like this like this these are results that you're gonna get it's just like it's very it's always brought to me in a very logical but still emotional manner yeah see like <laughs> it's just you're not like, gonna relate to that you can you can hear them but are you gonna really understand it no we talk it's just like we, talk, eh, we express in the same things but very differently coming from a man like you can relate like i'm pretty sure y'all know what it's like to just hang out with just dudes and like in a woman be there the environment would change a little bit that's what i'm saying like for a boy and a son that's something that i really can't come in between and i'm sorry anybody listening out there just going pregnant with me the boy you better be ready to suck, settle down for the next 18 years i'm not doing that shit by myself me and riley afterwards. It's not the greatest thing. I do really wish that there was another father around. Don't get me wrong, but a boy by myself? Never. It's a bit different. It's a bit different, and I'm not going to rob him of that. Like I said, we don't even got to sleep in the same bedroom. We can get the house where it connects with the bridge, but you being around every day for that little motherfucker coming uh, around. I don't know how Riley would be if you actually got had another child. I feel like she would look at you like, are you doing, woman? She's like, no. Like, it's just like, I had a nice shit. single child them going here. I got a share. Yeah, I don't know if she's going to adjust. <laughs> I don't know if she's going to adjust to What are you doing? That. I'm setting all my old clothes on fire. No hand-me-downs for this kid. It's a boy. He wouldn't have got your clothes. Not going to run the risk. Mm -mm. Uh, what's that? My old crib? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I think... Well, I... I guess I agree with what you said that I would love for a, a man to be present in all situations, but I don't know what the like real life result to resolve that issue is. Oh, do women just stop having kids with in situations where it's not going to be a partnership in general? Probably used to evaluate that a lot earlier on. But also as dudes, we kind of have to be honest about that because it's just like, well, yeah, because I mean, it's just like I'm trying to smash, girl. Uh, you gonna be there if we have kids? So well, the situation, I'm going to say yes. Not even that. Sign like, this affidavit. I know guys that have like literally told women, "I want to start a family with you." She get pregnant, and then it's just like, well, I don't know, oh, I don't want to do this. Right. And so, so it's like it's on both sides for real because oh, you yeah. really can't get out of this. This is not. Having a kid is not a one parent job at all. And I would never say that I'm the strongest and whatever because I was a single mother. No, I don't feel like I'm particularly strong. It's just something that I signed up for. 
I don't know if it's easy or hard because I've never lived the life where it wasn't this. Right. Like I said, I've had the partner that was there and then I also had the partner that wasn't. So I don't feel like for me, like I don't feel like it's necessarily something to be celebrated, but I also would knock nobody if they acknowledge like how hard it is. I mean, did that make sense? Yeah. Like the strong single mother thing is something uh, for me to like feel like it's celebrating, but I'm not going to demonize nobody for it either. I guess. Like, imagine if you were in a relationship. I have issues with the celebration of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seems like, why are we celebrating what you're supposed to do? Right. Regardless of what he's doing, you are supposed to do this. Just because someone else doesn't do their job doesn't mean that now you get celebrated for doing your job. So this you- is your job. You against women or mothers being like happy Father's Day to me. I mean, that's just weird. <laughs> I think, it's just strange. I think it's weird, dude. When women like where the woman was like, you're more than just a single. You're more than just a mother. I mean, dad, you're more than just that's, more, that's every, also a part I of mean, who you are. Once you have a kid, you're a parent, and that's more than just the one side of things. That's you filling in when. What if dad is there and y'all have a perfect relationship and then a tragedy happens and now he's gone? Are you... So you're a parent and you have to fill in as necessary when needed. When the time arises, that's what you do as a parent. Like this whole like, oh, well, I was a single mother. I'm a single dad. Shut the fuck up. You signed up to be a parent. And... All that other shit is just you wanting to be congratulated for you doing what I'm you're supposed to do. Yeah. yeah, we're out here jizzing in the orifices. I did it by myself. Yeah, well, I didn't want to do it alone. Okay, nah, and I don't do this shit alone. Like I said, I'm really grateful that my parents are around. That Riley's uncles are pretty much around, and like her dad's side of the family is around. So I don't. I can't even say for real. It don't even feel right calling myself a single mother because I'm really not doing this shit all by myself. Like monetary gains, not even because if I really need help then I'll ask and they'll give me what they have. So I can't say like, I don't like being called a single mother because I don't feel like I really do this shit by myself. Like, you know, if a woman's really out here and ain't got the resources that I got, you know what I'm saying? I hope something else is shaking for you, but I haven't raised Riley by myself for real, for real. But you work. You do mm-hmm. like show that I'm not squandering the resources. Like, I don't think that, I guess I can't speak for all families because I'm sure and I do know and I know for a fact that there are families that are just going to like be like, oh, you're having a kid. Yeah. Don't speak to us no more. Right. But I also know the families that like let the daughter like live in the house. And I also got my own kids and you're 19 and you got a kid. And I got other kids that are from the ages of like six to twelve because mm-hmm. hey, I was having kids, but I got a house and a job and shit, so I can take care of mine. But now I also got you living here with your kid. You kind of got to start looking at things that you need to be doing to like improve the situation. But I know girls or women who won't, mm-hmm. who will be like, "Oh, I'm doing this on my own." You live inside of a house that you don't pay any bills for. Your child's not going to go homeless, hungry, or missing. Like, there's people that watch your kid and shit like that. What you can't do is go party like you want to, come get dick like you want to, Mm -hmm. 
and drink like you want to. So all selfish things that are based on how you feel right now. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing. All right. So, but that's why I don't like when it's like, but then you want to tell the struggle that, oh, he tricked me. He said he wanted to have a family. Okay, but you're a mom. So you need to be a parent in this situation and, and do what a parent does and take care of your child. Well, my thing when anyone says that, like, how much did you actually observe, dude, in the way he actually moves through the world? Because women like, don't observe men. Women observe how they feel. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, I mean, this I'm maybe sorry, means... that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can understand what you, where you're coming from, Tony. It's just like, what you out here bringing this logic in here for? This has nothing to do with it. If they observed the way dudes were out here doing, do they probably would end up inside the situation a lot of the times. Charles, shame on you. Shame on you for having higher expectations than actually possible. See, that's what I'm saying. No one's telling us that how you feel is not forever. It's just a feeling. It don't mean that much. It's a guide, sure, but at the end of the day, it's a secondary. There's no well, one no out point, here. You got to get past that. Yeah, there's nobody out here, and if you do say something like that, you might get stamped out, or you might not be heard of on a mass level to where like you could put women in check, just like they feel like they can put men in check for quote unquote being toxic. Women should be be on the chopping block just as well, and I don't really see that. It's just rampant as fuck. <laughs> I see it, but I also have a lot of bitter dudes running through some of my timelines. This Maybe is true. Like I said, you know like, the bitterness I, between real, actual. I'm trying to speak to the heart from you. Yeah, yeah you can tell that. The, all the dudes who are trying to like reproach and like scold women, they're doing it from like, see, if y'all would have dated somebody like me, everything would have been completely and totally fine. You out here dealing with these fuck ass niggas. Maybe I should say stuff, but I don't be caring enough to like vocalize this to everybody. And that's the other thing. And just like me, I feel like, all, like, like, I, feel like I could have reproached because I'm not bitter. Like I deal with women all the time and engage and have a perfectly fine interaction. Yeah. But it's like I could also critique and like not feel bitter about y'all at all. Like I love women still. I just think that we both have some better to do and if we're going to talk about the better that men need to be doing we probably should talk about the better that women should be doing so that way when men get better women are also better and then we're an equal situation and we don't have this like toxicity again Mm -hmm. that fucks us back up that's all i'm saying one person takes three steps and gets the other one you're just gonna end up right back in the same situation where one side is holding the other down and I hate to tell you this, dudes is real logical. If you're holding them down, they're just gonna probably cut you loose. Happens all the time. Yeah, no, but it sucks. Well, depending upon who you are, probably fine for the dude, sucks for the girl. But I don't really know what to do inside of a lot of those situations. I don't have a situation. I just no one. Like I've seen bitter relationships, but everywhere everyone that I'm around that was inside of a bitter relationship stayed inside of a relationship for their entire life because they were old and that's what old people do. <laughs> they don't get divorced. They separate for periods of time, but they never really get divorced. Wasn't a thing back then, but like what I and the only other thing I'll say about the dudes who come to people scolding them be from like a bad place, like it feels like, it seems like, with women, 
a lot of times those people have kind of tainted that well at nauseum because they're always going to kind of point to or they always kind of react emotionally about this because of the fact that you're assuming that I'm attacking you, not trying to give you any kind of level of constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's always like, y'all need to go fix yourselves. And it's just like, I can't scold every single dude inside the entire world and get them to actually act act right. There's going to be some, there has to be some level of discernment on your part because no matter what you do, and even if we agree universally as men that these are the things that we should be doing, there's still going to be some shitty dudes who don't do those things. And at that point, you have to look at it as an individual is just be like, you know what? If let's say 80% of men stay with the women who have their kids or at least are a part of their children's lives, and then there's still probably going to be people complaining about that they're dealing with the other 20%. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, at that point, it's just like, really? It's just like, what was dude doing? Well, he didn't, ha- he wasn't really doing anything to improve his life, but he said he didn't really have a job where he could have a kid, but he said he wanted a family. I mean, I don't think you'll ever get a situation where it's 100% one way, but I think that we could do a lot better in just like understanding each other on mass. But I don't have a whole lot more to say about this. Yeah. Until we jump to ashes. There's no ash. <laughs> no. Okay, well. You have, wait, you I said did this is Okay, so what happened was I knew these was the topics. I didn't get that book until yesterday. Got caught up and got busy. So these two things I never did anything with. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, I know I'm going to talk about this. Then I got hella she caught had up. like it's like the middle of the week. She yeah, was ready. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not prepared. Yeah, smooth hitters with the hey, this is what we gonna be talking about. I know. And you then need to be ready. Shit oh. just was like I was like, oh, oh I well, got down here. I guess we can hit everybody part with two. the better. <laughs> part two, I'll be ready as fuck, I promise. Oh, okay. Well I'm gonna uh, come with that heat, guys. We could even no, I'm not gonna well, I, gotta, I gotta pick up people from the airport anyway, so I'm only but so disappointed about this. <laughs> I honestly was going to say we could stop after this. <laughs> but I just was going to ask Look if she that. had anything. Look at God working mysterious ways. Oh. <laughs> I figured oh, early Jesus. so that way you could leave out, go get your family. Everybody could be, you know, on time for their things. All right. Because Ash looked like she ready to saw off over here. She ready to take this good old nappy step. <laughs> she ready to go to sleep. Yeah. Yes. But all right, we're out of here. Bye-bye. <laughs>